Bless us, everyone. It's Christmas time. Hey, everybody. Harland Williams here during your holiday season, your Festus. Uh, great to have you along. Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway, where, of course, today we'll be talking about Christmas caroling. In fact, I'm going to be doing some Christmas caroling around the studio today. How about that? Um, we're going to be talking about uh, fighting the cold. That winter cold that comes up. We're going to be chit-chatting about Christmas in general, the holiday, Santa, some of the traditions. We're going to be talking about eggs. Got to talk about eggs. Uh, Ordering food. Are you a good food orderer or are you a bad food orderer? And uh, third eyes, man. Yeah, I think it's about time we talked about the mystical third eye. And then at the end of the show, I don't want to bait you. I don't want to entrap you, but I got a little bit of weird news regarding the podcast. It's nothing tragic. It's, uh, you know, it's something that kind of came up out of nowhere. So it's going to change things up a little for the next few weeks. I'll fill you in at the end of the show. But let's focus on right now, right here, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas from me to you on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. You're rolling down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams here. You going to do your shopping, your grocery shopping? We all got to eat, man. Huh? Oh, I bought a bunch of eggs the other day. A dozen eggs. Have you ever seen eggs? They got, like, the normal size. They got the large size. They get the medium size. Then they get the extra large size. I'm worried about the rear end of the chicken that's got to lay those. I mean, what's the deal? All chickens are all the same size. How do they make the eggs vary in size? What are the chickens in the extra large coop doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. How did I get in here this month? Oh, this is going to hurt. Oh, there's an extra large. Oh, get the hemorrhoid cream. Eggs, man. We eat them. Scramble them, fry them. Here's what I do, man. I did this at the beginning of the year. It's a cool thing to do. You might want to try it. I brought a dozen eggs home, and instead of cooking them up, what I did is I sat on them. Yeah, that's right. I went out in the yard and picked up a bunch of sticks and leaves and little pieces of thread, and I made a little nest on my couch, and I put my eggs in there, and I sit on them, and they incubate. And these cute little yellow chicks hatch, right? I got all these little chicks running all over my house. And what's great is now when I come home from work at the end of the day, I kick the front door open and I just yell, Hey, where's my peeps at? And all the little chicks stick their heads out from behind the couch and behind the toaster. And they come out from under the fridge and they're like, Yeah, them's my peeps, player. 
Think about your eggs in a different way before you cook them. And ask yourself, hey, where's my peeps at? On the Harlan Highway. And you got to figure, right, if they, if they engineer these eggs to get bigger and bigger, you know, like I'm pretty much afraid to crack open an egg now. They're so big. I'm like thinking a pterodactyl's going to come out. I just wanted an omelet, man. And it eats you. But you got to figure if they engineer these big eggs that keep getting larger and larger, did they engineer the chicken's butthole to stretch farther and farther? I don't know. It's scary. Poor little guys. That's like a, like a woman giving birth to uh, a 14-year-old. Well, we're trying to engineer bigger babies, Mrs. Smith. Uh, your kid's going to be coming out. It'll be 32. So, I don't know. Enjoy your eggs. Enjoy your eggs. Because we love our food, don't we? So, I'm out to dinner last night. You ever go out to dinner with one of these people and they don't know how to order food? They open the menu and it's like they just opened a, a manual to a very complicated supercomputer. The, the computers that are running NORAD. It's a menu, dude. You want the turkey or the beef? They sit there. They're like, um, what should I have? Uh, the noodles, and then maybe I'll have the the, the the prime rib, or maybe no way. Maybe I should have the chicken. The chicken, and then the waiter comes. Can I take your order? And then the person's like, yeah, tell me about the chicken. Well, sir, it used to run around and pluck and lay eggs, and now it's hanging in our kitchen. Oh, okay. What about the beef? How's the beef? What should I have? What do you got? What do I need? What What's it made of? What's it taste like? How hot is it? How big is it? What's it weigh? What's it smell like? Ah! 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 Don't you know what you like, you idiot? Just order. What do you like to eat? Uh, I like grilled cheese, man. There's your answer. Look, right there on the menu. Grilled cheese. Indecisiveness. And then the big kicker is they finally get their food, or the order's already put in. They call the wait. Excuse me, could you come back over here? You know what? I changed my mind. The, the way you described the roast beef was so delicious. I think I gotta have the roast beef. I might have made a big life-altering mistake. If I don't change the roast beef right now, civilization will die. Oh, boy. Get your act together. Stop eating. You're bugging me. I ain't ordering dessert with you. Think I'll uh, throw in a microwave dinner and eat solo tonight. Which way do I microwave it? Upside down or right side up? Which way do I rotate it? Do I peel the plastic off or ah? Oh, shut up and put a put a pie in your mouth. Well, it's Christmas time, as you know, and uh, I think what I'll do is slip out of the studio and go down the hall. And uh, you know, so, some of the uh, people that work here in in the uh, studio in the building up on our floor, don't have kind of the same fun that I have. We've got people that are in accounts payable and accounting and uh, advertising and all that kind of, you know, necessary, but a little more mundane stuff. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to knock on their door and sing Christmas carols to them and just cheer them up. So here we go. Let's go. Let's go out into the hallway 
And let's go down the hall and uh, look at this. Uh, Barbara Taylor's office. Uh, she's one of our uh, accounts payable people. And uh, let me just knock on her door here. And uh, when she opens it, I'll give her uh, like a way in the manger type of thing. Here we go. Away in a manger, no sleep for his head. Fuck off! Ow! Ow! Oh, my nose! Oh, my nose! Christ! Oh, God! My nose is bleeding! Oh, my God! Ow! Son of a bitch! Ow! Oh, yes, the old Christmas spirit, alive and well, here at the Harland Highway. Um, wow. Wow. Um, well, are you getting geared up for your holiday, for your Christmas, uh, or your Hanukkah, or your Kwanzaa, or whatever you do? I do Christmas, so all I can really do is relate to you through Christmas. I've never thrown a Hanukkah. You know what? This year, uh, we're going to do things a little different. You know what, kids? Forget about Christmas. We're going to try this Hanukkah thing this year. Or, you know what? Let's Forget the Hanukkah. Let's do the Kwanzaa. Let's try that out. Imagine you had a choice. You could just try different holidays out. No, not me. Christmas and... Uh, were you one of those people, do you remember how old you were when you realized Santa, or should I say, maybe you thought Santa wasn't real? Hello? Um, you know what I'm talking about? That moment of your childhood where you're like, okay, okay, nice. Nice. Parents have been lying to me. Parents have been uh, duping me, conning me. And uh, I remember my folks would try to do things to, to try and sell it. You know, the older we got, the more they tried to sell it, which I appreciate. But, you know, we'd wake up in the morning, and it used to just be like, you know, our presents would be there. But then as we got older, all of a sudden there was, like, stuff hanging out of the fireplace, like, a you know, an old burnt log or some old papers or something as if Santa had... Knocked all this stuff over when he came down the chimney. And, uh, you know, they always that old trick where the milk and the cookies you left by the fireplace. You know, the cookie had a couple of bites out of it. The milk was half gone. But it's interesting, man. It's, it's, it's a charming uh, phenomenon. It's a, it's a charming tradition, the, the concept of an old guy coming into your house leaving gifts, and you in turn leave him a little snack. And he's quiet, and you don't really know he's there, and he's just full of giving, and he's a cheery old likable fella with a beard and rosy cheeks. It's uh, it's such a, a nice, warm fantasy, isn't it, that... that uh, it was it's neat to know that it, it's it's uh universally uh shared all over the planet i mean uh, maybe we don't have enough of those like kind of pleasant things we share globally as a as a planet full of people
and not a bad thing in it. You know, there, there's there's nothing dark or sinister or bad about Santa and his message and his gift giving and his generosity, right? There's there's no underlying dark side. I mean, you you can put a dark side onto anything. You can say, well, Christmas is all about just giving gifts. Well, take that away. I'm just talking about, you know, Santa and believing in Santa. Toys, crackling fireplaces, stockings. Oh, it's nice. It is nice. You know what? I I, I can't even talk about this. Any. I gotta I gotta go sing another carol. I can't just take that from that lady. I'm gonna go down to Bob Donahue's office. He's in sales. He's in the sales department. Always a chipper guy. Um, I'm gonna hit him up with a little uh, something a little more upbeat. Maybe I'm gonna tiptoe down the hall, knock on his door, give him a little jingle bells. No, I'll do even better. I'll go Jingle Bell Rock. That's even a little hipper. So uh, here we go. Knocking uh, on uh, his door. Just here it is coming up. Okay, here we go. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell, Jing and Jingle Bell. Fuck off! Ah! Oh, you son of a bitch! Stupid fucking son of a bitch! That sucked. The only worst thing than that this time of year, as you hear that, is that cold winter wind. Oh, I cannot stand when that cold winter wind comes a blowing. The snows are coming. Uh, the winter air gets under your skin, and you just got those chills, and you're like, "Ooh, I got, I can't get warm enough." You just want to huddle up in a pack of wild old ladies. Come on, grannies, get around me and keep me warm. Huddle. And what do you do? You try and wrap yourself in a blanket. Still chilling. There's only one thing left to do. You either light the fire and throw yourself in the fireplace. That doesn't work. Because that hurts. Or you turn on that shower. Oh, that warm, steamy shower. You jump inside, the hot water's coming, but you still feel the chills, so you, you inch it a little hotter. Another little increment of heat. Not hot enough, and you, you turn it another little increment. And then another one, and another one, and your skin gets pinker and redder, but you're getting warmer, and then all of a sudden, the, the searing, boiling water is cutting through your flesh, and you get redder and redder. You're becoming a lobster is what you are. A cooked lobster. You run down to the kitchen and cover yourself in butter. Throw your body in front of a fat guy. Everybody get out of here! There's a lobster loose! Oh, holy cow! He's loose! Everybody get out of here! He's vengeful! Quickly cover yourself with that butter and carry lemons just in case! Pack a squirt him with him so forth and repel him! Everybody get out of here quickly, there's going to be a tragedy! But I'm warm, damn it. I've beat the chills, and I'm warm. 
Anyways, keep warm, keep safe, keep it right here on the Harland Highway. Oh, God! <gasps> oh, yes. And uh, something else that can, can chill a room, chill a conversation. How about politics? Does that, does that kind of put a chill up your spine? Does that kind of just make you freeze up and want to leave the room when someone says, hey, man, let's talk politics. Everyone loves a jolly in the box. Well, I'm not going to, uh, you know, pick sides here. But, you know, I've been watching this, uh, this uh, kind of uh, political race heat up with the uh, Republicans. And uh, they say it's kind of down to Mitt Romney and Newt Gingrich, okay? They say it's going to be down to those two. And uh, here's what I think. And uh, this may sound really shallow, but I am I am going with this off of kind of uh, what happened last time around. Um, I'm a little worried um, that if they they go for Newt Gingrich, who I think is a very intelligent guy and a seasoned politician, if they if the Republicans go for him over Mitt Romney, I think that the Republicans will lose because uh, and and this is the shallow part, but this is America too. Uh, Newt Gingrich is a puffy old gray-haired man in his 70s, a little curmudgeon And Mitt Romney's kind of a slender, tall, good-looking, you know, attractive, well-spoken man. They're both men, obviously, but what I'm getting at is, you know, we had uh, John McCain going at it last time. Remember Johnny McCain? Kind of short, little curmudgeon guy with the gray hair, and I, I think he was in his 70s, too. And uh, nobody went for it, man. And this is America. You, you, you can argue all you want about cosmetics, about superficiality. But uh, I don't know, man. America likes their good looks. America likes their, uh, you know, their charm. They like their, uh, you know, all that stuff. And it's one thing for the uh, the members of the Republican Party to pick who's going to be their leader. They may be like, oh, we love this guy or we love this guy. We, we love Newt Gingrich or we love uh, Mitt Romney. But then it spills out into the public. Who does the public like? Who do, who do the masses like? And let's face it, most people don't know diddly about politics. So what do they do? They gravitate towards the good-looking guy. They gravitate towards the John F. Kennedy, or they gravitate. I didn't think he was a handsome man, but for some reason I understand that women thought Bill Clinton was good-looking. Yuck. John F. Kennedy, yes. Barack Obama, very handsome man. Uh, John McCain, not so much. Newt Gingrich, not so much. Jolly, cheery, old guy growing tomatoes in his yard, sure. So uh, my call is that uh, they're going to be in trouble if they pick Newt Gingrich. 
because the shallow side, the superficial side of American society will go, well, who do we want? The sleek, skinny, you know, uh, Democrat, African-American president with the, the beautiful white teeth and the sparkly smile and the youthful appearance? Or do we want kind of the chubby old guy with the pink cheeks and the kind of yellow teeth, the white hair, not a, not really a good posture, but of a beer gut. Do we want that guy? No. No, we don't. I don't think so. But you put that Mitt Romney guy in there, and, uh, you know, like I said, when you factor in the superficial vote, uh, here you got a statuesque guy, chiseled guy, good-looking guy, still got his hair, slender, intelligent. Um, and that's the that's the good thing about it. If you're uh, if you're a Republican, um, no matter who gets in, if they beat Obama, they're both very qualified and very intelligent. And I'm not talking about political, um. Cachet. I'm not talking about policy. I'm just talking about they're guys that have been beaten around the system for a long time, and they they know their field. They they know they know Washington. They know politics. Um, so e- if either one gets in there, you've still got a good leader. Um, but uh, I'm just saying, and you could disagree with me. In this day and age, man, I feel like like the better-looking guy would get the vote from the average Joe. And that, that may sound like demeaning. I'm not trying to be demeaning, but come on. Am, am I not right? How, do we not worship the Brad Pitts and the Jolies and the Kardashians and the Paris Hiltons? And We love it. We love the good-looking ones. So we'll see what happens, man. Maybe uh, we'll be surprised. Who knows? Maybe old Newt Gingrich does get in there. I kind of like it. There's something about an old kind of seasoned worldly man who's been around and has a lifetime full of knowledge making decisions. That's cool. I also uh, I also like Barack Obama the way he looks and the way he carries himself. He's... Uh, he he does a great job with it. But I'm just making a prediction. If Romney gets in, he beats Obama. If Gingrich gets in, Obama beats Gingrich. That's my call. So there you go. You know what? And here's my call too. I'm not I'm not going to go down without a fight. I'm going to do one last Christmas carol here. Uh, I I can't give up on this. The spirit of Christmas. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the hall and uh, you know what I'm gonna do. Vice President um, Dana Cartwright, uh, Vice President of Marketing, Dana Cartwright. This is a woman who would give you the shirt off her back. If I can't get a cheery response out of her with a Christmas carol. I don't know, uh, you know, what to do. So uh, why don't we go with, uh, let's see, um, Frosty the Snowman, right? Light, cheery, upbeat. Who doesn't love Frosty the Snowman? So 
Let's go down to her office. Let's creep out into the hall here and get down to her office. Hang on. It's just around the corner, past the men's room, past the drinking fountain. And here we are. The door is closed. She's going to love this. Look at this. She's got a Christmas wreath hanging on her door. Okay? This is it. This is someone who likes Christmas. So here we go. Let's knock on the door. Oh, Frosty the Snowman was a very funny guy. He had all kinds of funny stuff, and he liked to jump and cry. Hey, Frosty the... Fuck off, you son of a bitch! Ow! Oh! You son of a bitch! Ow! Holy God, man. Wow. Happy Merry Anger Management. Happy Merry Management. Um wow. Christmas can be painful. And I hate to say it, folks. I've been I've been holding off on this because I've been waiting to see some scheduling things going on in my life. Oh, and this is this makes me feel like a Scrooge right now. What 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 I'm about to lay on you is not a good Christmas present. I hope you'll understand. Uh, as you know, I'm a Canadian boy, and uh, my family lives up in Canada. And uh, it's one of those years where my mom and dad are getting old, and they ask me to come home for Christmas and be around the family and. I usually do a thing where I go every other year. I went last year, but they're getting up there. They're getting up there, and uh, I can kind of hear it in their voice that they wanted their uh, only son to be up there with them. And uh, it kind of came a little bit unexpected this year. And uh, as a result of the holidays, (laughs) and I hate to do this, man, because we've never missed a podcast. Okay, but I'm sad to say that this will be the last podcast for the holidays until the holidays are over. And what kills me is we won't be able to get to the Christmas Day parade, which sucks. Um, but uh, what can I do? It's the holidays and uh, I'm going to have to uh, step away. From broadcasting the podcast over the holidays, I hope you understand, and uh, and uh, hopefully you'll come back in the new year. Uh, we should be up and running again in the new year. Um, I don't have the exact date, but uh, we will do it. Okay. So that being said, getting rid of that bad news, the good news is uh, we will be back, and I want to wish all of you a uh, merry, 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 merry Christmas. Happy holiday, whatever you celebrate. It's been a great year, uh, another full year of the Harland Highway. Uh, i got to say thank you to all of you who uh, join in and listen and write to me and call me. And uh, share the laughter and uh, share the discussions and 
share the insights, all that we do here. And uh, <laughs> happy holiday from all the nutty characters that uh, that live here uh, at the Harland Highway. Um, if you want a little more entertainment, I finally started a YouTube channel. It's called Harland World. If you go to uh, YouTube and uh, click on to Harland World, you can subscribe to uh, to that channel. And I'm, I'm going to start putting more videos up that uh, you can hopefully laugh along with. And that's it, man. Um, have a great, great holiday. Be healthy, be safe, be happy. And I look forward to uh, bringing you the Harland Highway in uh, 2012, where we will be back up and running in January. And until that time, my friends, chicken chow mein, baby. I think I'll go down the hall and say hi to Mr. Featherstone before I go. Jesus is a baby child.